This is the Sikkim Podcast. The Sikkim Podcast is a production of Baylor Athletics. Now, here are your hosts, Brooke Bednars and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody, and welcome into this week's Sikkim Podcast. John Morris, Brooke Bednars, and uh, fun this week, Brooke, as we welcome in two new members to the Baylor Athletic Department, Baylor Athletic staff, and beginning with Kevin Gall, Senior Associate AD, Athletics Chief Strategy Officer. And uh, Kevin, welcome. We appreciate you being on with us. Thank you. Yeah, I'm just, I'm sad it's a podcast and the listeners can't see the palatial recording studio. <laughs> exactly. No you got that spared. right. Yep. Yeah. My I, pre- I appreciated office. the pre-podcast meal. Yeah. <laughs> I did think I did think the John Morris butter sculpture was a little much. Oh, but. it was. It was a little much. <laughs> Don't give away all of our secrets here, will you? <laughs> all, right. all our other guests are going to be like, what the heck? We didn't get that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and we, if, if you're going there, we should let you know yes. that we've had guests here who brought us gifts. Oh. Uh, just yeah. letting you know. Right, Brooke? Yeah, right. No, just, that's, that's probably Two-way street. (laughs) (laughs) But welcome to you, and uh, I should say welcome back to Baylor. You've been here. You're a Baylor grad, and uh, welcome back. Oh, thank you. We're super excited. I was about to say, the two people we get to visit with this week – while we are welcoming them, it's it's nice. Y'all are part of the Baylor family. You've been around Baylor for a while now. So I we'll just start off with what does it mean to you to be back at Baylor and uh, you know working for the school that you graduated from, not only um, with your undergrad but also a law law degree. Uh, so it's number one. It's extremely exciting. Um, Number two, it just means a lot to our family. Uh, my wife went here too. Um, Hillary, she, we, we met here. Um, and so the ability to come and have having been away almost a decade and come back and be in a position where you're super excited about the leadership here and the direction and where it's going, but also feel like um, maybe hopefully you can bring some value and be a part of it. Um, I just, I've, since the moment I stepped foot on campus when I was 18 years old here, I've, I've felt there's something special about Baylor and we'll, we'll talk more about that. But I think that there's a, there's a lot of places where you can get a great education. There's a lot of places where you can, um, whether it's athletics or academics or research or music or whatever it is, you can be at a national level, but the ability to bring in the third dimension of the spiritual piece, especially for 18 to 22 year olds, it's such a crucial time in your life. I think that's what re- really makes Baylor uh, a unique place in the country and a really special place, and and it's had a tremendous impact on our lives, and I want to I want to help carry that into the future. Right in fifty years, when my grandkids go in here and John's grandsons call them the games, <laughs> um, I, I want Baylor to be just as impactful. <laughs> Tell us uh, about how how you and Hillary met. What, what's the story there? <laughs> So uh, she was a manager uh, for the women's program. Oh, she we're going to get there. For, for, yeah. for, for, for one year. Yeah. yeah. She was yeah. an education major, so she could really only do it for one year Okay. Uh, before student teaching and stuff came into it. So she was a manager for the women's program. I was a manager for the men's program. We met in the laundry room of the Farrell Center <laughs> that connects the two locker rooms <laughs> yes. doing, doing practice laundry. Wow. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, so. She was pr- like, he can do his own laundry. Check. Yeah. <laughs> <exactly>. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. So yeah, we've got, we've got a uniquely Baylor story. Um, 
you know, and uh, and uh, probably not not dissimilar to some stories in John's family. No doubt. <laughs> I love it. That's a great story. That's neat. And and that speaks to uh, part of your time as an undergrad here at Baylor. You did work with men's basketball. I did. Uh, when in really the early years when Coach Drew was here. Yeah, I I would tell people all the time. Um, you know, my sort of my time here as a manager, my. My freshman year, we were one in fifteen in the Big Twelve. Tell me about it. And and the one was probably a gift. <laughs> um, if you'll remember, it was ESPN Classic Retro Night and uh, against Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. And we started the game on a twenty-one to two run, <laughs> and I think we won by six. <laughs> and, and it was a win. <laughs> in in my senior year, we we made the NCAA tournament, and um and and so to be a part of that was a tremendous blessing. Um, because what like. I'm a bad person to come to about, uh, oh, this can't be accomplished or um, th- this is impossible or whatever because watching what, what coach, and not just coach, but that first staff did in setting the course um, and really understanding what uh, work is, what maintaining a positive attitude is, setting a vision, um, showing up every day and giving your best even when you're losing conference games by 20 points um, – Boy, it, it, it changed my center of gravity and outlook in life of, of, as to what's possible. Mm. So I have to follow that up with after seeing you had a front hand, a front seat to L, Scott Drew and that whole program and what it was like to go from 1 to 15 to the NCAA tournament. You were hired right after um, you know, the national championship and j- the joy that that brought the whole program. John's actually wearing a polo, <laughs> a pullover with the logo on it. So it's front and center right here today. Um, but to just have seen that and been able to watch it as a Baylor alum and then knowing you were about to become a Baylor employee again, what did that mean to you to be able to think back on those days and to see all that they have accomplished and to get to that point? So it, it, it was surreal to a certain extent. Um, because uh, I knew how much work had got into it. Um, but there was certainly an appreciation for um, how that team played as, as the product of an 18-year process and how Coach spoke when he had the biggest platform in the country is exactly the way he speaks behind closed doors. And to see, uh, to see that celebrated at the highest level was – was really cool, and 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 I do. I also have to say this. Um, I was I was at the final game. Um, obviously, I wanted to relive it, so I had, I watched the TV broadcast, and I, th- <laughs> I thought I thought uh, Jim Nance is a pro, and he did a great job in sort of the the last moments of the game or whatever. But the first time I got like emotional was when I heard John's radio mm-hmm. call of it, John uh-huh. and Pat's radio call of it, because and for those who haven't listened to it, they need to listen to it because. Um, like it was, it was perfect because, and just in the texture of their voices, um, is you, you feel the journey and, yeah. um, and that moment, uh, it was, it was awesome. It was awesome. And, uh, but, but then, you know, two, two days, two days later, coaches calling me, asking me about, Hey, when do you get down here? And, you're like, <laughs> and, and just like normal, like coach, you just won a national title. Like, don't you have some better things to do? <laughs> That's great. That's great. Well, you can appreciate that journey as well because you no were doubt. here in the early years and you knew how tough it was. But I was thinking about that staff when you were here mm-hmm. working as a manager. It was, it was Coach Drew. It was Coach Tang. It was, it was Coach Driscoll. Coach Driscoll. Matthew Driscoll. It was Driscoll Coach Tang. Paul Mills. Uh, it was Driscoll, Tang, and Moorfield were the three assistants. Okay. 
Stephen Bruff was the ops guy. Okay. Uh, Mills at the time was the video guy. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. And we had um, we had we had some other people around the program, but like um, really the in my class the really the the person who was sort of the head manager, Sam Patterson, who's mm-hmm. now at, at Oral Roberts, um, Sweet Sixteen. Uh, mm-hmm. I was about to say season. we can celebrate yeah, all. I of feel it. like I feel like I have to say that. Uh, <laughs> and then um, and then uh, like. Pat Conley, who uh, yeah. works in an NBA front office now, yeah. he was a GA at the time. Brent Wilson was a GA the first year I was here. Wow, yeah, yeah. So, uh, where yeah. are this is a good? Where are they now? You know, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> most days. Well, and I, I think that's also one of the really neat things about the program is uh, not only is Driscoll, um, um, Grant McCaslin, Paul Mills, incredibly successful head coaches, Coach Morfield, what he's doing at Mary Harden Baylor, um, but also I, I think we've got at least three, maybe four pretty high-level NBA front office people that, that have been um, through the program. Um, and so, uh, yeah, the, 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 the program, cult, the joy culture has, has spread probably more than people realize um, because the, the, great thing about, the great thing about Coach is um, there's an environment over there of wanting to get better every day. And, uh, and – it, same thing that exists here with, with Mac mm-hmm. is um, wh- one of the things that I think uh, I have an appreciation for having seen places across the country is it, it, in our major leadership here in the athletic department, whether it's Mac, whether it's Coach Drew, whether it's Coach Aranda, there's, a, there's almost a stunning lack of ego, um, especially compared to other people that do those jobs throughout oh. the country. And uh, it was certainly on display with Coach Drew. I think anybody that spent time around Coach Aranda would recognize that, and and, and Max certainly the same way. If, if if you got a better idea, he's going with yours. Mm-hmm. That's a great point. It really is, and and really points to the success that we're having here. Tell everybody. Uh, so from 2008 undergrad degree at Baylor. Yes. Uh, on to Baylor Law School, yes. 2012. Yes. From there, uh, walk us the path after that. Yeah. So I, I went to work for a, a management consulting and executive search firm called Eastman and Bodine. Um, it's if you were going to make a, a Mount Rushmore of of people who have impacted the sports industry without being part of a franchise or a league or a commission or whatever. Um, Bob Bodine, uh, the CEO of Eastman and Bodine, he would be on it. Uh, he, he essentially invented executive search in, in pro and college sports. Um, and so the, the ability to uh, work under somebody like him for nine years was spectacular. Uh, Bob gave me a platform to go do stuff and learn on the job. He mentored me. He showed me how to do things. And so – Essentially, uh, I did executive searches and consulting projects all over the country with universities, pro sports teams, um, private business, some nonprofits. Uh, it was a it was a wonderful experience. Yeah. How did you get into that? And did you go into the law school knowing that consulting was the path that you wanted to to take? It's a great question. Um, so uh, there's a long answer and a short answer. I'll, g- I'll give you the shorter answer. <laughs> um, so I, when I went to law school, uh, the only thing I found out quickly in, in law school at, at Baylor Law was that I, I really probably didn't want to be a trial lawyer. And Baylor Law is a bad place to be if you don't want to be a trial lawyer. But I realized that uh, most of my classmates loved, loved, loved it more than I did. And I knew that I was never going to be successful at something I didn't love. And so um, 
I uh, I graduated from from Baylor Law and um, didn't want to practice law and didn't have a job. So I I do not recommend that uh, for those listening. That's uh, not a great spot not, to be. Not in. a great spot to be in. But uh, preparing I, I champions was, for yeah. something. <laughs> so I was. Uh, so I I I had I had I had a some semblance of a plan, but uh, but I got a phone call from 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 Coach Drew. And um, he he and and Bob Bodine were were friends because Bob did the search back in 2003 when when Coach Drew got this job, and he said, "Do you remember Bob Bodine?" And I said, uh, I, "I think I've met him at a game or two, but he wouldn't he wouldn't know me." And he said, "Well, he's got a he's got a position. Would you want to go talk to him?" And I said, "Yeah, I'd, I'd love to go talk to him." And I went and talked to Bob, and we had a, a great talk. And I went back the next week, and we had a very long lunch, and. Then he had my wife and I out to an outing with him and his wife, and and that was it. So, wow. Um, listen, um, I think one of the more um, humbling things about myself, but glor- glorifying things about God in my life, is my whole uh, professional career has really just been a couple of phone calls. Uh. Um, my high school basketball coach uh, in Houston was very good friends with Coach Tang and Coach Mills. Um, when I got a, a partial academic scholarship to Baylor. Um, he made a call uh, as to whether I could be part of the program as a manager. Um, and then Coach Drew made a call to Bob wow. when I graduated law school. And then, and then uh, through, my, through, through that professional experience, I got to know Mac, and Mac called me here. So yeah. I, I can talk about law school. I can talk about <laughs> what my job's going to be, all that. But my, my whole professional career has been three phone calls. Wow. And that is a testament to this world of sports and how small it is. <laughs> everybody knows everybody. And great connections. Yes. Parenting is full of surprises. You never know what to expect. So after our son was born, I called my Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent to set up a life insurance policy in case something happened to me. Sawyer is now two. And we'll soon have a sister. There's no one else I would trust with protecting my family. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com for an agent you can trust with life's most important decisions. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Whether on the field or cheering from home, Du Bois Furniture is proud to support the Baylor Bears. If your bear cave needs updating, Du Bois Furniture is here to help. With over 59 years of our family serving yours, let our experienced sales team help you find exactly what you want. We specialize in custom upholstery, stunning dining rooms, elegant bedrooms, gorgeous leather, and top quality mattresses. Come see us in Waco and Temple or visit us online at DuBoisFurniture.com. Du Bois Furniture, where beautiful homes happen. You're listening to the Sikkim Podcast, a production of Baylor Athletics. Here again are Brooke Bednars and John Morris. We're visiting with Kevin Gall. Kevin is the Senior Associate AD here for Baylor Athletics. Uh, new to the Athletic Department, Athletic Chief Strategy Officer. You you made reference to that. Uh, tell everybody what that means. What's uh, <laughs> Explain your job. Well, it's a new position. Mm-hmm. Nobody's ever had it before. Um, so if I'm lousy at it, it'll take people a while to notice. <laughs> so that's exciting. I have no doubt you will be fantastic at it. There's a uh, – so, again, being a new position, we really just have a framework for the job. And I think maybe the best way to think about it is think about three different buckets, um, external, internal, and special projects. And so um, externally, uh, Baylor's position within the college athletic world Baylor's position within um, Texas and the region, 
Baylor's position within the Christian world and sort of fully trying to run out who, who we can be in those spaces. Um, internally, probably two areas. One, um, internal professional development, really growing our staff, uh, our people to uh, professionally, probably our staff, our assistant coaches, people that want to want to be poured into and fed while they're here. Um, I think also, we, I mean, we have a world-class university right across the street over there. <laughs> and so I, we, we have a great relationship with campus right now, but I know there's, there's experts over there we haven't tapped into that, um, that would, it would be mutually beneficial. There's, there's uh, research being done. There's uh, students with interest. There's, there's professors who are, who are national or, or global experts at things. Uh, so, so creating, uh, building on the already good relationship we have with campus and making it even more dynamic, uh, making great use of the resources we already have. Uh, and then, and then special projects, um, that's sort of directed by Mac, uh, and, and timely, but like, for example, how do you, how do we, I, I don't think I'm spilling any state secrets here, but like in, on Monday at executive team, I talked about how do we capitalize on this national title? Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. How do we capitalize it for Baylor? How do we capitalize on it for the athletic department? How do we capitalize on it for, for Coach Drew and his program? Um, and then, obviously, you guys know we're, we've potentially got some facility projects coming up. Uh, and so th there'll, be, there'll be a natural uh, cycle of mm -hmm. just special projects that, that I can come alongside people and not necessarily lead, but sort of serve as an internal consultant and – um, help uh, foster some efficiencies. How do you, just for everyone listening, how would you say that the job that you have just done for the last nine years and all those experiences and all those connections that you've been able to do, how is that going to benefit you here in this new role? I think first and foremost, when you are hired externally as a search person or as a consultant, you're a problem solver. Um, and and the problem's grown to the point that they're that that an organization is willing to part with a not insignificant sum of money to have you come help solve the problem, and so so executive searches, consulting projects, um, I, that's what I've been doing for 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 the last nine years, and and then one of the things where even though I'm not a practicing lawyer, one of the things where my legal education really helps, and they do an unbelievable job of, of, of drilling into you at, at the law school here at Baylor is issue spotting. And so the, the ability to come in and in short order really spot the issue, assess the problem, and develop a strategy to, 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 to get onto the other side of it. And listen, most problems at the end of the day uh, involve people, and people are, are time multipliers. So if you can get the right people in the right spot or if you can get people using their talents better, um, that usually goes a long way. So, uh, so I've been doing that for nine years, um, all over the, all over the country. And, and that's, that's been fun. So, so I'll, I'll pull, I'll pull on, on all of that to, as, as we approach things here. Along those lines, I asked you this in the hallway a week or so ago, how you were part of the search committee that identified and hired Nikki Collin as our new Baylor yes. women's basketball coach. How different was that for you <laughs> on the other on side. this side? Yeah, on the school side of making that hire compared to, I mean, you, uh, Bob was involved, yep. uh, Eastman Bodine was involved in this compared to being on that side of helping a school find yeah. somebody. Well, the, 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 the great thing was um, – you know, I've, I've worked with Mac on several searches before, and, and I, I worked on searches at, at, at Baylor even before Mac was here. Um, so it wasn't 
as different as maybe it would be if it was somebody who, uh, if it was led by somebody other than Mac who was less familiar to me. Yeah. Um, now I, I did, I, I, I did have the thought, uh, time and again, Hey, as a consultant, I get to go home at the end of the day. I don't have to stay at the hotel here. <laughs> or, hey, I get, I get to leave the room to take this phone call. That's I got to stay seated at the table here. Yeah. Um, but I think that um, – I think w- what was great was um, uh, Mac does such a good job in, in searches and, and, and knock on wood or whatever John's desk is made <laughs> out of here um, that we don't have to do another one for a while yeah. um, because uh, I, I think we've got great people here and I, I think we landed in such a great spot in the women's basketball search, but uh, Mac is, he's so thorough and, but what, if I could take people inside the room of, of an interview for a second, um, what Mac does such a great job of is he sets the tone for the room to make the candidate feel really comfortable. So he'll spend a lot of time, introducing all the people in the room. And so it, you know, he would introduce, it was, we had Paul Bradshaw and we had Don Rogers and, and Mac, and then we had Javon Overshone. And, and then I was at the end here and I was the new guy. So I was able to be kind of the butt of the joke. Uh, you know, Mac would say something like, well, you know, this is Kevin ninth day on the job. And we'd, <laughs> everybody would laugh and he'd say, not sure we're going to make it to 10. <laughs> and, uh, and so, but, but in doing that, everybody's laughing in the room and yeah. now there's a spirit of calm in the room and there's a spirit of, of transparency and fun. And the more comfortable you can make a candidate, the more they can be the, the, themselves, the better the interview is going to go regardless of whether they get the job or not. Um, and so um, the ability to kind of have seen Mac do that before, kind of know how he handles those rooms and ha- what a great job he does uh, the ability to just sit back and, and watch him do it and um, was was really great to to, to be uh, on from the inside. Is it uh, is it fun for you to be back? I mean, I know you've been around Baylor and you were here and you weren't that far away. You were up in the Metroplex, so we saw you, you know, fairly often. But is it fun to be back? It's a it's a blast. Um, and, and with the caveat that um, in in a couple of weeks my family will be down here for yeah. good. So once once they get down here, I'd like it'll it'll be really really fun because I, I I as much fun as I'm having I I, I miss them very much but um, but yeah it, it's it's been a blast and um, and I think that what's what's great about this place is the people and so you've got you've got so many different talented people um, working together to to try to produce something great um, for not only for the our student athletes, but for the university and for, for all of our stakeholders. Um, and there's a, when things are good, there's a, there's a, there's an, there's a natural energy that God creates between people and that exists in this building. And so just being able to be a part of it is really cool. You mentioned your family. Uh, we talked a little bit about your wife, Hillary. She was also a Baylor alum here. Um, and a manager for the women's team, but <laughs> yep. uh, tell us about your three kids. Yeah. So I've got Henry is seven. Uh, Georgia is six and Gus is three. And so Henry, uh, is, uh, he's a, he's a funny kid. He loves Harry Potter audiobooks. He loves karate. Um, and then Georgia is six. She's the CEO of the house. <laughs> We're all going to work for her one day. Um, and then, and then Gus is three. He'll be four at the end of June. He's kind of coming into his own. Um, but, um, blessed, wonderful, healthy kids, uh, credit to my wife. Um, just, uh, they are, uh, they're a joy. 
Well, maybe you'll be able to find Georgia the perfect fit one day <laughs> for <laughs> whatever company she will be leading. Good point. Very good point. <laughs> well, great to visit with you. We appreciate your time, and uh, welcome back. Welcome home to Baylor, and uh, thanks for uh, opening up and letting folks know a little bit about you and your past and your Baylor ties and your new job here. Thank you. I appreciate it. I uh, look forward to uh, doing this again. But m m more importantly, uh, uh, I think we're, we're entering a really, really challenging time in college athletics uh, with a lot of changes coming. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, but we've got we've got great people. We're, we're well situated. And um, the the one thing the one thing I, I wish uh, all of our fans could could see how many people here give everything they have every day. To, to, to create a great product. And um, it's really inspiring to be a part of. And so I appreciate getting to come on here and uh, look forward to uh, working with you guys. Well, we're very fortunate to have you back on the Baylor team. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and then we will be visiting with another new-ish member of the Baylor Athletics family. It's a calling that's kept us free. It's a place to belong. What's the calling? It's doing a job that makes a difference. Serving your community and your country. It's part-time service where the impact is full-time. What's your calling? Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com. If you need a trailer, Flat Rock Trailers has got you covered. From light-duty single-axle utility trailers to the big text tandem duels. We also carry a full line of enclosed cargo trailers. Need a motorcycle trailer? We've got them. Need a dump trailer? We've got the largest selection in the state. Oil field trailers? We carry a full line of big text trailers to handle all your needs. Trailer repairs? We repair all makes and models. We'll even rent you a trailer if you need to use one for a day. Flat Rock Trailers, your number one source for all your trailer needs. Find us at flatrocktrailers.com. Say my wife and I have a lot to clean is an understatement. So we go to TNG Chemical, where the pros know what cleaning solutions to use and give us detailed instructions on exactly how to use them. We never got that kind of advice from any other stores. And the prices at TNG are great, from general household cleaners to odor control solutions for our pets. We go to TNG Chemical and Supply. That's why. TNG Chemical and Supply. That's why. You're listening to the Sikkim Podcast, a production of Baylor Athletics. Here again are Brooke Bednars and John Morris. Back with us on this week's Sikkim Podcast. We appreciate you staying with us, and we welcome in now Jill Van Zee, new to, nah, new fairly ish. new, new-ish is what new you ish, said, right? Yeah. New-ish to Baylor. Let's say new to full-time Baylor Athletics. Yes, I like that. Jill has the title of Senior Associate AD and Athletics Chief of Staff. Jill, welcome to you. That uh, that title covers that's kind of an umbrella title of a lot of different things, isn't it? I believe it's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I am just now settling in and figuring things out. How has it been going for you? It's been great. You know, I I, I knew everybody here. Um, and so just being able to, to step into this new chair and work alongside them in a little bit different way. But um, knowing the people, knowing the hearts of the people, um, it's been really good. 
know you knew people here because uh, with HR with Baylor HR you were our person or, or athletics was part of your area so you have been around a lot in the athletic department absolutely yeah I'm served as the HR consultant for five years prior to taking this role full-time as you said in athletics um, so got to work alongside um, coaches staff um, I'm really excited to see more of the student athlete interaction that part you know coming out of HR we didn't deal much with student athlete or students in general so being able to go to their graduation um, uh, ceremony I guess that athletics held yeah. so I'm really looking forward to the fall what would you say attracted you most to making that switch from HR to an athletics chief of staff position which like John said is encompassing of a lot of different tasks throughout the year depending on what season we're in um you know, a lot of what I was doing in HR, especially in the um, business consultant, business partner arena, was a lot of project management, a lot of working with um, populations across campus. And so um, Mac, talking to Mac about this position and it being really heavy in project management, um, I think was, you know, definitely could see transferable skills there in being able to step in and, and help the department. Um wonderful amazing leaders that I worked with in in HR and so being able to to step out of HR it had to be with another wonderful amazing mm -hmm. leader <laughs> um and so you know Mac is part of that decision um, being able to come and work alongside him help him any way that I can and really help the executive team so a lot of my work is kind of again that project management with the executive team um, and I, I know them all. And so it wasn't necessarily going to be um, a huge lift from from the relationship part of it, but definitely a challenge. Um, I've always heard athletics is a, is a different industry. <laughs> um, and so um, I think it's, you know, just, you know, a new season in life. So change um, and, and very excited to be part of Baylor Athletics. Anything uh, athletics related in your background, your work background? Um, you know, other than the fact that uh, I was tried tried to be redshirted as a basketball player, and and I, I you know, I know what these student athletes, I know enough to be dangerous with these student athletes. <laughs> right, right. You know, their lives and how all encompassing, trying to balance the competition of of the sport in the academics. I somehow. You know, God told me, Jill, that's not your thing. <laughs> so I right. did not redshirt. <laughs> um, so um, other than that, I came to Baylor, what, almost six years ago. And um, when I took the position as HR consultant, they said, hey, the individual that's been servicing athletics is stepping out. And so you're going to take that. And I'm like, oh, okay. There sure. you go. Well, Very good. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Never knew that it would turn into this. Yeah. No. Here you are. No. Um, I do want to ask you, because we talk a lot about with, you know, with different athletes, with different coaches, um, you know, specifically, I was re-listening to uh, the Inside the Bubble, or I guess we bursted the bubble, so yeah. it's outside, <laughs> celebrating the national championship with Coach Drew, um, and just talking about the culture of joy, and, and listening to him talk about, you know, that, that really stems from the people, the way his athletes are, the way his staff is, the way the people who work with his staff are, and, um, you know, just talking about the type of people at Baylor, and so you mentioning 
relationships and having that kind of be on the forefront of what your job is, why you believe that this will be sort of an easy transition for you. I was just wondering how you would best describe the the personality, I guess, of the exec team that you're going to be working with and why those types of people that are leading the Baylor Athletics Department is something that attracted you. Great question. Um, I First of all, working alongside them in, in some difficult situations, you know, when you talk about employee relations and um, even restructuring and reorging um, and, and just some of the difficult conversations that come with that, I've I've walked alongside some difficult situations and I know the heart of, of this team and the individuals within this team. And I've said that, you know, to, in conversations with them in conversations with campus partners, you know, I know the heart and everybody wants to do right. Everybody wants to do the best for student athletes, the best for the department, the best for the university. Um, and so um, I think, I think the beauty of the chief of staff position is that that foundationally is already there. Now we just work on enhancing it. How do we get better? Mm -hmm. How do we do it better? How do we, you know, you know, cream of the crop. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And so I think that that is, is, is where, um, where I hope I have the greatest impact is not that we're starting from ground zero, but that we're going to just make it that much stronger, that much better um, than, you know, for whether it be for student athletes, whether it be for staff um, and just the university. We, we want, um, you know, the front door to Baylor University usually is your athletic department. And so, you know, how do we make that front door just bright and shiny gold? Mm. <laughs> That's great. I love that. We can say the benediction and an end right here. So. <laughs> That was very, very well said. Tied it up in a nice little yeah, bow right that's there. It. That's, that's it. the Good sound night, bite you cut. You're like, yes, no, I that, love that. Yeah, no, that's very good. I mean, you've got a handle on uh, on your role and, and uh, the role with Baylor Athletics. And we've got so many good things going on here at Baylor. We've got so many good people here at Baylor also. I know you know that already, but uh, it's great to add you to the mix here in the athletic department. Wow, thank you. So excited. How would you describe, I know you've only been at this for a month or so now, correct? correct? Uh, April, month, two months? Are we counting maybe four weeks? Four weeks. <laughs> Regardless, um, you know, obviously we're going into summer, so things are not as hectic around here. Uh, but kind of from your conversations with Mac and, and what this ex- position will be and is, um, what's your kind of day to day? How do you, how would you describe that to the Baylor family? Because they're going to be seeing a lot more of you. Like you said, you already had the opportunity to go to the student athlete, uh, graduation party and celebration that the department held for them for our student athletes. Uh, so th- people are going to be seeing you around more. And so how would you best describe what your role is now that you've, you've transferred over? Um, you know, I, I definitely, learning more and more about Mac and, and what Mac wants and how he communicates and, 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 and what his expectations are, um, and really being Mac's voice, um, and then also his ears, you know, being able to, you know, go out and have conversations with student athletes, with staff, with the executive team, with donors and being able to say, you know, what, what is it about Baylor athletics? What is it that, that we can do for you? How do we make this the strongest partnership ever? And so, um, I think, you know, being able to, to 
do that, have those conversations, be a welcoming face, a welcoming voice, um, and, and invite in the conversation. You know, I think, um, you know, days of days of old where, you know, things seemed a little more siloed is, you know, we want to, we want to reach out, but we also want to invite in. And so I think as chief of staff, that that'll be really important for me in, in being a strong partner for our campus. Um, and, and then also for all the constituents, donors, student athletes, the whole crew. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And don't you have a good handle coming from campus on the relationship of athletics to campus and, you know, two way street, obviously, but, uh, that, that sometimes, I just think your background makes you really suited well to, uh, to be a part of now athletics. Yeah, um, definitely, you know, reaching out to individuals, knowing who, who, when questions come across the desk, oh, let's make sure that we go and, and reach out to, you know, this person on campus, or let's make sure that we've invited that conversation. Yeah. Um, so it definitely helps make connection points um, a lot quicker, and, and then also the quickness of that relationship already being there, being able to jump into it. Well, and I think that that's a great bridge. <laughs> See what we're doing there, bridging the gap. Um, a great bridge with what we talked about in the first half of this podcast with Kevin and just, you know, his desire to take what is already great here, but realizing that there is an assortment of different resources at our hands that the athletic department and campus, when they truly continue to bridge that gap and work together you know, can just continue to make this athletic department even better. And so coming from the HR side, knowing all of the different personnel, um, it's going to be pretty neat for you to get to work alongside Kevin, a new member on that exec team, um, to, to kind of help bridge that even more. Oh, absolutely. Um, he and I uh, meet, well, I've, I've set, you know, agendas to meet with every executive team member on a weekly basis. And, and again, just building relationships with them in a different seat. Um, but then also making sure that I'm I'm meeting the needs of our executive team members and Mac and, and even the internal bridging there. Um, but Kevin and I um, meet in our weekly meetings, um, definitely talk through like these are the opportunities um, and, and what that looks like and, and the connectivity points. Um, for So for sure with him and the initiative work that he you know, is working on, a lot of, lot of, lot of goodness there. <laughs> It'll be great. In Texas, there's pea-sized hail and baseball-sized hail. Guess which one hit our house? We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent, and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now, we're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to insure your home for Texas size weather. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. I hate my job, but I don't mind getting up in the morning. I dread each day, but I can't wait to get out of bed. You ask me why, and what I'll say to you is true. Well, you can get breakfast tacos at Rudy's Barbecue. Scrambled eggs and brisket, they ain't fooling around. Salsa wrap, son, they're the best in town. Barbecue for breakfast, yes, it's true. Put a smile on your morning at Rudy's Barbecue. Next in line. This is the Sikkim Podcast. Here again are Brooke Bednars and John Morris. 
Visiting with Jill Van Zee, a new Senior Associate AD, Athletics Chief of Staff for Baylor Athletics, part of our Sikkim podcast this week. And uh, your background uh, is, uh, is is kind of based in uh, South Dakota. I almost said San Diego. South Dakota. <laughs> a, little, a little different there. <laughs> maybe, maybe a little different. different environment. The other SD. South Dakota is where you were born and grew up and went to school at South Dakota State. Yes. Yes. Is that the that's the Jackrabbits? It is. Yeah, the Jackrabbits. Very unfortunate loss this past weekend. Though. In the championship game yes. of the FCS. Yeah. Yes. How about that? I know. Well, uh, yeah, Sam Houston State won the game. So from Texas, from I a know. Texas on perspective, our Texas perspective, that was exciting. It was a great so, game. Sorry, <laughs> went down to the wire. It didn't did. It? Oh did you go gosh. to the game? No. Okay. Um, but uh, I had friends there. One yeah. of my college roommates was there. Oh, that's keeping great. Me uh, updated. Yeah. <laughs> Undergrad and uh, master's from South Dakota State, master's in industrial management uh, from South Dakota State University. And uh, your husband, Brian, is, did you meet him in school there? Or? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. So Brian, uh, it works for the Texas Parks and Wildlife, a regional director, and two daughters. Tell us a little bit more about your family. Absolutely. Um, Breely um, just finished her freshman year at Baylor. Um, and so, well, you know, it's different parenting. Um, <laughs> you know, I always tell people when when they're little toddlers and, and probably young elementary, it's safety and security. And, you know, now I have an 18-year-old and a 13-year-old, and it's all about how to stay one step ahead. <laughs> you know, I, I got to be on my toes, and I got to be thinking all the time. Um, but, no, they're, they're great. Breely, um, you know, she is very interested in nutrition science and, and kind of seeking out that degree. And I'm not, I'm not really sure. I mean, we talk about what field she'd want to go into. There's lots of ways to, to mm-hmm. take that degree. Um, and so we'll, we'll continue that, uh, that conversation more to come. And then, um, Ray Lynn is, um, she'll be an eighth grader this, uh, coming school year. She is, um, all athletics, all athletics. She plays like softball, um, has since, um, she's, uh, I guess she'll go on to a 14 U team in the fall, but she, since eight U, I guess really since T-ball. Wow. Oh, wow. Um, so she's a big softball nut, um, but volleyball's her second love. Yeah. And I, I have to, I, I've, my heart, you know, always was basketball, but I'll let her take volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> if, that, if that's where her heart is, I'll yeah. let her take volleyball. You understand. So. <laughs> so what you're saying without saying is you spend a lot of time, weekends, uh, softball diamond or volleyball uh, courts. Course. Yeah, huh? it is it is primarily softball. Yeah. So, you know, you can be 13 hours um, a day, Saturday and Sunday. Out in the the blowing wind and, oh, and dirt, <laughs> and, you know, in the sun. We're getting into the sun. Yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> it's almost that here. The days of sun. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but it's good. It's good. She loves it. She's, um, she, you know, we always we we try not to push. Um, as a parent, you know, you want to have a balance in there that, as long as you love it and enjoy it, um, then then we're going to support it. So. Well, uh, we've talked a little bit about your um, past experience at Baylor when you came here about six years ago um, to to work for HR. But having gone back to South Dakota, um, you know, there's a big gap between South Dakota and Texas. So how would you get here and uh, what were you doing before you ever heard of Baylor? Where were you guys at and uh, what were you doing? Um, my husband, we both graduated with our master's degree at the same time. And so, you know, um, we had made kind of the decision then he had more of a specialized 
degree and career track. I was more business related. And so um, he, his job brought us to Texas and we've been here ever since. He's been with Texas Parks and Wildlife the entire time. Um, and I um, got involved in, hum I, you know, industrial management. There really wasn't a human resource major at that point in time, but always knew that I loved the, that work, you know, in terms of HR work. Um, you, you get to see all facets of the organization and the business and support all of those. And so just was really um, an enticing uh, career field for me. So been with HR in the HR field for 20 plus years. Um, and prior to coming to Baylor, well, when we came to Waco, I was the HR director for the Community Mental Health Mental Retardation um, Center, which um, serves a six-county region and spent 10 years as the HR director there. Um, you know, I, again, seasons of life and change um, and the opportunity came open at Baylor and, you know, how do you, how do you not live in Waco and not hear mm. about Baylor, not, you know? <laughs> and so, um, took that, you know, step out and moved to Baylor again, six years ago. Loved it. Um, it's, you know, you can be in the HR field, you probably could be in any field. And then you come to Baylor where you're kind of your own little city and, um, you know, that it just is different. It's very different um, because you just have so much underneath one umbrella as an organization. And so 10 years, or doing that, I guess, for the, the six years, and then the leap of faith, mm. stepping out of, out of HR. Um, but again, wouldn't have, wouldn't have entertained it without, without knowing Matt. Uh, away from Baylor, you're a member of the board of directors for The Cove here mm -hmm. in Waco. Uh, what a terrific project that is. Tell everybody about that. Yeah, um, The Cove serves homeless youth, um, um, kind of an after-school uh, program and, and even now kind of opening their their uh, service a little bit wider to you know drop in youth that um, supporting them through education I mean the goal is is to get them with their high school diploma and um, and see them become successful and, and maybe break a cycle that they might be in um, or just you know seeing the potential that they have in, in finding ways to support them through educational um, opportunities. How'd you get involved in that? Well, um, you know, the co, I guess I would say co-founders are two Baylor um, associates, um, Dr. Cheryl Pooler and then Rosemary Townsend retired from Baylor. And they had the vision and the dream and um, started the organization. And Rosemary Townsend had um, reached out to Cheryl Gotchis, um, the chief HR officer here at Baylor, and had said, hey, we really are trying to round out our board of directors and really want a lot of, you know, different talent from different areas, finance, um, kind of business operations, and HR was one of them. And, you know, luckily, I guess luckily, Cheryl, <laughs> Cheryl's maxed out. And, <laughs> and so she was like, hey, I've got somebody for you. And so she connected Rosemary and I and, and you know, I guess it's been since 2018. Oh, great. Um, serving on the board. So what would you say that's obviously the whole goal is to provide for other people, but at some point you're putting in a lot of time and resources into, into that. And so for you, what does it mean for you to see or I guess just what does it mean for you to be a part of something like that? I think it's I think it's important, you know, to always give back. In in you know, I've been blessed, uh, tremendously blessed. And so to be able to give back and 
And, you know, for for youth that are experiencing the challenge, I mean, that just shouldn't be. <laughs> um, you know, they shouldn't they shouldn't have have that on their plates. And so to to focus on an organization that that supports, you know, those challenges, I think it's really important. Um, so it's important for me to to give back when I've been blessed so immensely. My family has been blessed so immensely. Um, and, and to just focus on, on how we can how we can champion somebody else. Sounds like a great program. It yeah. really does. She's preparing champions for life. Away from Away Baylor. Away from Baylor as and well as at Baylor. At Baylor. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Very good. Well, it's great to visit with you. It is uh, great to have you here full-time in athletics, and thanks for uh, sharing with us and letting folks get to know you a little bit better. Absolutely. Thank you all so much, yeah. and look forward to to sharing more. Very good. Jill Van Zee is the Senior Associate AD, the Athletics Chief of Staff. Prior to Jill, uh, Kevin Gall was with us. Hope you've enjoyed this week's Sikkim podcast. Brooke, can we uh, tease next week? I think we can. Oh, next week will be our final regular podcast for the semester, and then we'll go into a little summer hibernation. But, uh, We're going to enjoy the sun with with Jill and everyone <laughs> yeah, else. Come yeah. on out to the ball field. We know where to find her. <laughs> find a softball field. But next week, uh, we'll wrap up our first year, uh, school year, of Sikkim Podcast and kind of have a, a best of highlights compilation yes. uh, Sikkim Podcast next week. Well, and John, it's been it's been a lot because if you remember, we started <laughs> yes. this podcast in the middle of quarantine. Yes, when we were all at home, and here we are. We've celebrated national championships, and we're getting back into the groove of things and and headed into summer. So it's going to be a jam packed, awesome, fun podcast to kind of relive all the best moments of Baylor athletics this past year. That'll be fun. So that's next week. Hope you'll join us then uh, for Brooke and for Jill. I'm John Morris. That's this week's Sikkim Podcast. We'll talk to you next week. You've been listening to the Sikkim Podcast. The Sikkim Podcast has been a production of Baylor Athletics.